Welcome to Front Desk Goddess Diaries, where we show you how to work smarter, not harder, because busyness does not equal profitability. Join our conversations where we hope to decrease stress, help you take more time off, and have more fun. Hi, my name is Amy. I am a personal practice coach with Brady Group. I've been in your shoes and I've had the pleasure of working with several dental practices across the globe. And you know what I've discovered? Everyone has the same challenges. So I'm excited to share wisdom that I've gained through great dental practices just like yours. So how we answer the phone in dental practices is one of those challenging topics that's really universal. And today I hope to simplify that process and set you guys up for success. I'm joined by my co-host, Kathleen. Hi, Kathleen. Hi, Amy. <laughs> so Kathleen has a really unique perspective. Um, she doesn't necessarily have a dental background, but uh, she's been extremely valuable to the Brady Group by helping us with promotion and, and marketing. And Kathleen recently um, conducted several secret shopper calls with Brady Group members and has some really good perspective. So Kathleen, what stood out most um, from a patient point of view as you were calling these dental practices? Well, it was um, it was kind of exciting to be a mystery patient to make these calls, <laughs> Amy, I'm going to say. Uh, but the main thing that I really kind of took away is um, a friendly voice on the other side of the phone can make a huge difference. Um, I kind of tried to put myself in the mindset of a patient calling, whether, um, and I would say, you know, maybe I'm just trying to set my appointment because I have a, um, a, my tooth is in pain or I just need to set up some cleanings for my kids. Um, I kind of had different reasons why I was calling and it was very interesting just to, um, sometimes I was placed on hold, um, which I totally get, totally understand that in a busy practice, um, you have to do that. I mean, I think that that that's not something I'm criticizing a practice for. I'm just saying sometimes I thought it was maybe a little long on hold. And in some instances I was put on hold um, twice, not just once, but twice. So that kind of stuck out um, in my mind. I loved the offices um, that would ask my name really quickly um, because then I felt like they were engaged in what my problems were, or just they wanted to get to know me before I even stepped foot in their office. Um, and then they would continue to call me, you know, by my name. Well, Kathleen, um, you know, what days work for you? Um, Kathleen, do you work? Um, we're open on Fridays until noon. I mean, just different examples um, throughout the conversation. I thought that was that was a great thing. So you mentioned um, being put on hold. How did you feel when you were put on hold as a patient? Um I did understand because I know offices are busy and, and, you know, certain times and they're like, we're so sorry. Do you mind if I put you on hold? Absolutely not. That's not a problem. But when I was of course recording the phone calls and I could tell that it had been, you know, over two minutes, over three minutes that I was on hold, um, that stood out that maybe I wasn't so much of a priority okay. to this office. So, yeah, we're going to, yeah, let's talk about that for just a minute and just how we can avoid putting patients on hold. I think there are, there are two things, two main things that, um, uh, things that are not in place when we have to put people on hold. And one of those is cross-training, the, just the ability to, uh, for anybody in the office to be able to schedule a new patient. 
Um, sometimes when I talk to a dental practice, it's kind of a mystery. You know, it's, oh, we can't schedule new patients. Only Susie can do that because <laughs> you know, the, the schedule's so difficult and confusing. Um, and that's a and problem. That's bad if Susie is, happens to have a sick kid at home and Susie's not there. Yeah, absolutely. And so I think, uh, you know, cross-training is essential. But in order to cross-train, we're going to have to have a schedule that is organized. You know, if it's, well, a new patient goes in a different place every day based on how our schedule looks, that's a problem too. So we need to have an organized, structured schedule where we block new patient visits at a certain time every day. Um, that's going to be important because did you ever notice, did you ever feel like there was a pause or just kind of, um, oh, dead space? You knew they were there, but they weren't saying anything or maybe you sensed they were looking for an appointment. Um, yes. Now that you're saying that I probably did notice that. Um, and again, since I really don't have any experience in dental offices, I was just, you know, I'm, I'm just kind of a, um, I just kind of did it more of just, a, I'm calling to make an appointment like I would for myself and my children and my family. Um, I, when there's dead space, I, I understand that too, coming on it from another end. I know you're, I mean, you might be in the middle of something when I called. Um, so I guess I kind of take more of the side of, I, I want to be a cheerleader for them because I don't want anybody to fail. And when I was making these phone calls, Amy would actually kind of get <laughs> mad at me because I was being too nice. But I I want people to succeed. But uh, one of the offices, um, so the whole goal of my assignment was I, they, I wanted to make the appointment. That was, I had to, um, they had to go through all these hurdles so that I would make the appointment, which was pretty easy because I'm, kind of a friendly person. And I, I liked friendly people on the phone. That's another thing. I could always tell if somebody was smiling, if they were really um, engaged in the phone call. Um, you can just tell that you can tell when somebody is smiling, even if you don't see them, you can, you can tell. Um, so I, I definitely, I, I think you can sense friendliness even over a phone call. Um, but somebody I had asked the question, do you offer teeth whitening? Just a, just a question. And the answer was, yes, we do. And I thought, okay, well, she answered the question. She wasn't rude, but that was it. She didn't say, um, is that something you're interested in? Or tell me more about your teeth. So you really, are you, you know, concerned about your smile? Um, tell me more. It was, it was just a very much a, that was the end of that. So it was real easy to say, okay, thank you so much. And hang up on that office as opposed to, communicating more. Um, there were no questions that she wanted me to answer. It was just kind of over. So um, as far as dead space, back to your question, Amy, you know, I, I understand that there has to be some kind of downtime because maybe she's trying to get to her computer or trying to, you know, log in. I, there's different things to that. Yeah, absolutely. And and again, Kathleen is very nice. <laughs> And so she's, she's exactly right. Ask she, my family, they would tell you a whole different story. Oh yeah. She, she is a cheerleader, but um, you know, your typical patient, if, and think about from a consumer standpoint, if you call a place of business and you ask a question and there's kind of silence on the other end for a minute, you, you're kind of wondering, okay, are they still there? Are they waiting for me to say something? Did they hear what I said? Um, 
And, you know, what I find oftentimes is that's because somebody's looking through the appointment book to try and find a place to put this patient. And so, you know, if we block new patients at the same time every day uh, and we know when those are, we talk about it in the morning huddle, we're organized, we're prepared, um, anybody can schedule a new patient. Uh, and then we're going to talk, you know, here in a minute about the kind of some bullet points some things that we want to make sure we we ask and accomplish uh, in that new patient phone call. And if that's communicated and cross-trained, anybody can do that. So um, talking about putting on hold, I, I think what happens sometimes is we're a little torn. Maybe the front desk person is checking out a patient and the phone rings and they're the only one up there and they're trying to figure out, okay, gee, I, I've got to grab this phone. Um, and so they ask the patient to hold on a minute. They answer the phone. They ask them to hold, please. Well, then we've interrupted two patient interactions. Oh, that's true. Yeah. And so, you know, I think it's important to uh, make sure you always give the person that's face to face your full undivided attention. And if you um, just have a very pleasant message, in fact, I would change your message every day and say, you know, today is Tuesday, November 17th. We are in the office today. I hate that we missed you. But if you wouldn't mind leaving your information, I will get back to you within the hour. If you're a new patient, we can't wait to meet you. So they know without a doubt you're in the office. You're going to call them back. Um, other than, you know, like I, I call, I called an office uh, the other day. Here we are in November and they still had their COVID message on Kathleen. Okay. You can believe that. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> and which, which would make me think, OK, well, they must be closed. So I just need to go down, you know, to my next um, dentist office and, and, and call that one because mm -hmm. they're not open. Right. And if you say, um, yeah, we're not in the office, uh, leave your, your information and we'll get back to you when we're back in the office. Well, we don't know what that means. Are you just out to lunch? Are you on vacation for a week? Um, it's important that you, you change your appointment or I'm sorry, change your voicemail every day. Um, if you are going to be out, you know, we are uh, out of the office for the weekend, but we will return on Monday, November 24th, whatever that day is. <laughs> and if you'll leave your information, we will get back to you as soon as we return. Uh, if this is an emergency and, you know, again, whatever your emergency information is. But I think it's important that that's updated so people know that you are in the office, you are alive, uh, you are seeing patients um, and they know when to expect a call. So, um, Kathleen, what you mentioned uh, just answering questions. So if you get someone on the phone and they can answer your question, they're very knowledgeable and polite. Is that enough? Um, I think it depends on the patient, but I think so many times patients call when they just, they don't really have a question. They're in pain or, um, you know, their kid broke a tooth or there's something going on that they made that phone call. So I think it's, it's very important to maybe show some empathy, maybe um, kind of get to the root of, of why they're calling. Or is it because Somebody's afraid to go to the dentist mm -hmm. and that's why they're hesitant to make an appointment or they just are trying to get more questions um, asked or it could be they're just afraid to ask off work. Um, there's different things, I think, that there are going on with someone that's calling that you have no idea. But it, it, the most the help, most helpful you can be is to try and get to the root of whatever issue it is. Um, and maybe it's, it could be something as simple as 
just a time restraint. Their kids are off for, you know, this week. And do you have any appointments? And but you, if you ask questions and I think you can get to the bottom of a lot of those things. But yes, empathy and um, I think goes a long way and friendliness. Okay. That's an excellent point. I think it's real easy to get super transactional in these phone calls, especially if we're busy. We have a lot going on. I mean, mm -hmm. people at the front desk, really every role in the dental office, we're spinning a lot of plates. And so um, I like what you said a minute ago, Kathleen, just about you, know, you can hear people smile over the phone. We really can. And so if we can pause, you know, when that phone rings, if you can just pause for a minute and smile. I remember um, years ago in the work, dental practice I worked in when we were learning all of this, our coach, Michelle, she she told us to get a mirror and put it in front of the phone. And I thought that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. But as much as I resisted that, our doctor insisted he put a mirror in front of the phone. I didn't necessarily look in that mirror and smile, but just seeing that mirror by the phone reminded me I need to give this phone call I my full that. attention. I love that. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you I love that you said that you can hear them smile. You know, think about, again, as a consumer, have you ever called someplace, Kathleen, and um, any business and they sound so busy, you can't even hear what they said? Well, I feel like I'm I'm intruding and yeah. I'm stepping on their toes and, oh, I, I'm so sorry. And and that puts you in that frame of mind and you're not even a patient yet. That's right. That's right. And so I think that's huge, guys. I mean, that's your first impression. And if your patient or prospective patient feels like they interrupted you or if they're nervous or if they're um, new to town. Yeah, I um, that was one of my little role plays that I, I was just in someone new to the Denver area. And I just am looking for a dentist. And I can't tell you how great it was to hear over the phone. Oh, my gosh. Well, I mean, where did you move from? And we're so glad you were in town. Where are you living? And, of course, I had to make all this up because I don't <laughs> even know where Denver is barely on the map. But it was just it was very welcoming and, and friendly. I was so appreciative of that. So, of course, I wanted to make that appointment. Yeah. Uh, so that's I think that's so key, you know, and asking Kathleen again from a patient perspective, not Kathleen's ever worked in a dental office. She doesn't have that that point of view to to be able to ask her what made you want to schedule. And it wasn't necessarily that they said all the perfect things that, that they were paying attention to her. They were friendly. They were focused. They asked questions. And I require a lot of attention. Amy knows that. <laughs> so I really liked that attention. <laughs> we all do. We all do. But I think it's so important that um, you guys are relational and not transactional. And that starts with getting the name, uh, getting their name right out of the chute. Um, so let's talk about this. We're going to walk through step by step. And, uh, you know, it's great to have these bullet points by every phone, by every computer. I think as you cross train, it's so crucial that everybody know what this looks like. Um, so Bullet points. The very first one is name. Kathleen mentioned that several times. Uh, get their name. I think um, you can ask for it even in, in your greeting. You've reached Amy at Dr. Brady's office. Who do I have the pleasure of speaking with? Yeah, I think that's even a way you can, can you know, restructure your greeting a little bit. Um, maybe you don't answer your phone that way, and that's fine. But if they say, well, how much is a crown? You know, instead of jumping right into that, I would say, hey, great question. Sounds like you're looking for a dentist. Do you mind me asking who I'm speaking with? 
Yeah, let's go ahead and get their name. Well, Kathleen, thank you so much for calling. Sounds like you've got some things going on. Tell me a little bit more. Uh, let's get their story. You know, fee shoppers, they have nothing to measure you by other than, you know, the, the cost of your crown. And so let's give them something else to measure the value for your office by. Any comments on that, Kathleen, on some of those calls that uh, anything that stood out? I mean, and I, I appreciated the fact that they knew the price of things when I would call and ask either, you know, for teeth whitening, for crowns, for um, just a simple, um, you know, cleaning and x-ray. I mean, that that was knowledge. And that is that's the question that I asked. But I still don't think that a lot of times new patients are looking for those answers exactly. They're looking for someone that's going to take care of them and their family. They're looking for somewhere that their kids are going to be not <laughs> going to the dentist. It's not a fun place to go on most days. So you want it to be a very happy place and you want them to be, you know, it's it's not something that they dread. And I think you can get a lot of that on the phone just by um, how how nice someone is. And, you know, if they're excited to to meet you and, and your family. Okay, awesome. Good feedback. So, um, yeah, let's get their name first. I think the, the second thing is to have a callback number. Now, most of you have caller ID, which is great. Um, but if for some reason you don't, I think it's great to say, hey, do you mind if I get a, a, a phone number for you that's best just in case, uh, you know, we, we lose the call. Really, the purpose of that is if you get to the end of the call and you do everything right and they just aren't prepared to schedule, you can always follow up. You can call back later that afternoon or the next morning and say, hey, Kathleen, I talked to you this morning. This is Amy at Dr. Brady's office. Were you ever able to, to get in somewhere to get that tooth taken care of? You know, just follow up. Um, that can, can go a long way. And so I think that's important. The next thing is a referral. I, I like to know early in the phone conversation, who can we thank for referring you to our dental office? That uh, asking it that way sends a couple of messages. One that um, you know, we have patients who refer to us. We're a referral-based practice and we thank our patients for that loyalty. Um, so I think that's important. Even asking questions like, what are you looking for in a dental office? Did anyone ever ask you that? You no, can I, I really can't remember. I, no, I can't okay. really remember that. All right. That. So, yeah, just what are you looking for in a dental office? Even if they say, yeah, I need to get my teeth clean. Great. We can do that for you. Okay. Other than getting your teeth clean, what else are you looking for? Or what else would you like to accomplish on your first visit? Um, there could be, or I'll tell you, I mean, quite frankly, there are a lot of situations. I remember in the dental office, patients would call and want to get their teeth clean. I'd schedule them for a cleaning. And I remember one day in particular, our hygienist got so irritated with me because the patient actually had a toothache. And I said, well, no, she said she wanted her teeth cleaned. <laughs> and she said, well, I don't know, because she has this, this broken, broken filling. Um, sometimes they just don't know what else to schedule. And so if I would have said, hey, other than a cleaning, what would you like to accomplish? Or what's most important to you when you come in? Mm -hmm. uh, I probably would have gotten that. And I, I do think just since I am not in the dental field, I think so many, so many times you people that are assistants, hygienists, dentists, especially too, you have that jargon and that the words that you use that are very familiar to y'all 
but aren't necessarily familiar to me, someone that doesn't know. So yeah, I might have heard of what, you know, a, a crown or a filling. I might know those words, but some of those, those other things I, I don't know. Um, so kind of put it in layman's terms, I guess. I, I, d I definitely don't want to, you know, feel stupid when I'm just calling the dentist to try and make an appointment. So maybe, um, I don't know if that if that's helpful. No, helpful absolutely. For you, that's an excellent point because, you know, we do use those terms. Um, I was listening to a, a call a while back and uh, it, uh, you know, basically it's a practice that didn't do cleanings on the first visit. And the person who answered the phone said, oh, well, you might need perio. We can't do a cleaning on the first visit. And the patient was so confused, like, what is perio? Yeah, <laughs> you know, mean, is I, that I a, know. Yeah. you know, what is that? And so, you know, the, it is interesting, those terms that we use that patients don't understand. And we need to get out of that realm of, you know, our, our frame of reference that's very technical and clinical and get more in the emotional um, realm, which is what they understand. Good point, Kathleen. Uh, so we've got name, callback number, referral, purpose of the call, what I like to call the upsell now. If they've just moved to the area or they're looking for a new dentist, what if you ask them, who else in your family do you want to go ahead and schedule while we're at it? Um, and that of, makes sense. Mm -hmm. I'm calling to, if I'm looking for a dentist, I, I mean, I might try and go myself just to kind of check it out. But you know what? While, while you have me on the phone, I, let me just go and schedule everybody just because it's, let's make my life a little easier. Absolutely. So I, I totally agree with that. Absolutely. And then, you know, the, this seems obvious, but ask for the stinking appointment. I, I think like Kathleen said, we're really good at answering questions. You shouldn't be the one answering questions. You should be the one asking the questions. What are you looking for in a dental office? What else do you want to accomplish? Well, great. You called the right place. Let's get you scheduled. Um, now, in the Brady Group, we work with practices to set up a block schedule, like I mentioned earlier, where new patients come in at a certain time. So we want to avoid saying, well, what's good for you? When do you want to come in? Because if, if we're not controlling our schedule in a way that allows us to give patients the time they deserve, um, and we just say things like, uh, you know, what's good for you, we're not having much control of that schedule. So the way we ask for an appointment is we reserve time, especially for new patients in our practice at 1030 in the morning. So we can make the best use of your time without any interruptions. Would you like Tuesday or Thursday? So give them an option of days. But, you know, wherever you block that new patient time in your schedule, uh, that's what you want to stick with. Then in, you know, this is just uh, logistics. By the way, I would not ask all of the personal information like address, birth date, all that junk at the beginning of a call. Remember, that's transactional. We want to be relational first. First half of that call ought to be nothing but relational. But then you can, you know, get the info that you want, like uh, any medical conditions or allergies, if that's something you ask over the phone, or any other personal information. Do you mind sharing your email? Best contact uh, number. Um, how do you prefer that we communicate with you? Email, text um, is always good to ask. And then do you mind if I text our location to your cell phone so that you can find us easily? I think sometimes we get caught up in giving directions and that gets so confusing and I never remember it. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> and I love the, the texting aspect of, of everything these days. I think everyone finds that just so, you know, it's just easier. It's just 
how you live your life now. But um, okay, yeah, texting's huge. So just text them your location. That's so easy. Um, the other thing I think that's great is if you want to let them know, you know, great, we cannot wait to see you next Tuesday at, at 1030. What else would you like us to know? Um, take a peek at our social media, our, you know, website. Uh, you know, hopefully you've got some updated information there that gives them a peek into the culture in your practice that uh, can see that you're real people and not just, um, uh, you know, mean dentists and hygienists and whatnot. So I think that's great. Um, and then I would send them something. Patients should get something from you from the time you schedule them or in between the time that you schedule them and their actual appointment. Uh, I would not send anything policy driven. Heck, if you have time, snail mail it. People don't get snail mail anymore. Uh, maybe send them a goodie, you know, something, something fun, um, inexpensive that but that would actually raise the value and, and give them, uh, you know, anticipation for coming to see you. I, um, if anybody would like a copy of a new patient letter that's not policy driven, feel free to, to email me, amy at bradygroupllc.com, and I'd be happy to get that to you. Same thing with these bullet points. Uh, again, I'd love to send that to you if you want those in writing. If you didn't catch them all, I can send you a, a version that you can laminate and stick by your computer and phone. Um, so Kathleen, thank you. It's, I know it was so valuable for you to do those calls for our, our Well, people. I, I mean, it was just, it was fun for me, but, um, I learned actually a whole, whole lot. Um, Amy, are you going to um, talk about our front desk goddess retreat coming up in January? Oh, that's a great idea, Kathleen. We um, have just opened registration for our January 22nd. It's the 22nd, right? Friday? Yes, Friday the 22nd. Uh, from 9 a.m. to noon Central Time, we have our virtual front desk goddess retreat. This has been a popular event that we've done several times starting with the beginning of COVID and uh, people keep asking. So yeah, absolutely. We are going to do that. Okay. In the spirit of Thanksgiving, Amy, um, <laughs> are you going to offer any kind of discount to our podcast listeners? Ah, that's a good idea, Kathleen. I'll tell you what, if you want to register for Front Desk Goddess Retreat um, and just give me a call, 800-592-7239. You can catch me directly on that number. Mention this podcast and that'll save you $50. So, Amy, yeah. I think we are podcasters now. <laughs> I this think is this fun. is a big day in our lives. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, you bet. Well, thank you, Kathleen. And um, we will connect with you guys later. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time.